Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Great, Russell. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I praise my God for that. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for a good week gone by. We thank you for the restful weekend. We thank you that through all that week, through the weekend, you are with us. We thank you for the powerful teaching, Lord, on getting deeper into prayer, being able to connect with you in the spirit and be led by you as we make our prayers in our spirit. We thank you, Father, for revealing more of your principles, revealing your word to us and what it wants to teach us. We thank you, Father, that you give us that understanding. The understanding of the deeper mysteries of your word, that we might be able to apply it in our lives and we might be able to rise up and above being limited and being worldly. And we thank you, Lord, for the peace and joy that you pour into our hearts. That which we need before we start any prayer. So that our eyes are focused on you and our heart comes with joy. Knowing that we speak to our Father. That he is the one who hears us. Knowing that he is the one who answers prayer. And when he is our shepherd, we can lack nothing. We come with that joy, Lord, and we thank you that you pour that joy into our hearts every day. <clears throat> that we are able to rise above our worries, our concerns, that we are able to keep all that outside the door and lock it behind us so that our hearts stay focused on you. And when we make our prayer in the spirit, in faith, releasing that faith is what makes things move. We share that same peace and joy, Father, with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and all those that are part of this praying family. We share it with all those that are called Christians and do not yet know you personally, with all those that do not want to know you and with all those for whom any prayer request has been made on this prayer group. We thank you, Father. <clears throat> and so as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator, the lifter of men, the one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims, the Elohim Adonai, Lord of Lords, the one who blots our transgression and remembers our sins no more. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus, who made it possible, the one who sacrificed himself and became our atonement, through whom we have salvation, the rock, our refuge on which we build our faith, on which he chose to build his church. He comes to each of us. The sheep gate. The Lord who heals. And we pray in the name of his spirit, through whom all that is possible. The one who is the scepter of the king of kings, the one through whom everything in creation was made. The one who is our comforter. The spirit of truth who guides us into all truth. The one who gives life to our mortal body. 
the spirit of the living god we thank you father that you have blessed us with your word with your spirit we thank you lord that you have blessed us with angels with destiny help us you have blessed us with family with friends you bless us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies you renew your mercies for us every morning and are ever willing to pour out your grace we thank you father for giving us the gift of prayer through which we can authorize you legally to step in not only in our circumstances but in that of others as well and that is what we will reflect on today through intercession we thank you father that you have blessed us in every way that we need that you are ever there for us that your love for us is unchangeable irrespective of what we do it is just who you are we thank you lord and as we pray this morning i cover and seal every word we speak every prayer we make and everyone that is part of this prayer meeting or that will pray with this recording as well and every member of every family that is part of the holy spirit brisbane prayer group by the precious blood of jesus we put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will lord we call the angel of the lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm sin danger injury pilfering theft hijacking terrorism and any kind of natural disasters i command that angelic protection in the mighty name of jesus <clears throat> and we also herald the power in our word that you have given us you have taught us lord life and death are in the power of your tongue and your word in isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 says as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater so is our word that goes out of our mouths this day it will not return to us empty but will accomplish what we desire and will achieve the purpose for which we sent it in the name of jesus when we release our faith we thank you lord we bear this in our hearts and in our minds as we make our prayer this day our spoken word we release thank you jesus we heard a lot about intercession and praying for others today let's reflect on it scripturally just take a few scriptures there to see what the bible says intercession essentially is advocating for the cause of another person and we know that prayer is our mechanism or god given mechanism for us to ask for his intervention for he has given man dominion over the earth and so until we authorize or permit him to step in and involve himself in whatever concerns we have he cannot and will not break his protocol and then when we pray for others we are essentially advocating their cause there so we are when we take control over their circumstance and then authorize him to step into their circumstance to intervene 
and bring about transformation to change that situation. And so to start with, the first point today is God himself takes the lead in intercession. He wants to help. Romans 8 verse 34 says, Jesus is seated at the right hand of God, interceding for us. So interceding for us in heaven. And Romans 8.27 says, The Holy Spirit intercedes for us and he is here on earth. And so God recognizes there is a gap. And hence a need for intercession. And so that is his mechanism of helping us. His grace in situations where we fall short. Where we can allow him to intervene not only in our circumstances, but that of others as well. Through the power of prayer. And the second point is, God expects you to do likewise, to intercede for others. Just like he takes the lead, he wants us to take the lead as well. And he himself suggests it. We see in Genesis chapter 18, when the Lord planned to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he chose to tell Abraham first. He would not do a thing without telling Abraham. And realistically speaking, there was no need for him to consult Abraham when pronouncing judgment. It wasn't that he wasn't sure on whether he should or not. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. Yet he chose to speak to and involve Abraham. Why? So that Abraham could be prompted to intercede for the people. In Genesis 18 verse 19, God says, I have known him, that is, I have known Abraham, in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they may keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice. So this was not only about them managing their conduct, but righteousness and justice suggests that they stand in the gap for those that needed, for those that are innocent. In subsequent verses, we then see Abraham intercede for Sodom and Gomorrah, literally bargaining with Lord. What if there are only 50? Perhaps there are five short. He came all the way down to one. Yes, God allowed him to bargain. And God bargained with him. And he allows you to bargain as well. Next, let's look at Moses, how Moses bargained. We see a brief account of it mentioned in Psalm 106 verse 23, which says, Had not Moses, the Lord's chosen one, stood in the gap to turn away God's wrath, then God would have destroyed the people. And you read of God's wrath there in Exodus 32 verses 9 to 14. When the people build a molten, a golden calf and started worshipping it and they sinned in the eyes of the Lord. The Lord wanted to destroy all the people. And yet if you look closely, he said to Moses, I will make of you a nation, but I will destroy these people. Which eventually he did. 
as they wandered for 40 years in the wilderness, that entire generation that sinned was wiped off. But in this instance here in, in Exodus 32 verses 9 to 14, we see Moses standing in the gap and interceding, bargaining. And here again, you see God first chose to tell Moses. Again, he didn't need to. But he first chose to tell Moses what he wanted to do. And that's where Moses negotiated with him. Every time when judgment is coming, God looks for someone to get in the way so that that judgment could be stopped. He looks for someone to intercede. And he actually tells them with the intent that they will stand in the gap. So many times when God is telling you something as well, it is with that purpose. In Ezekiel 22 verse 30, he says, now this is God saying, I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge, that is the hedge of protection, and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it. But I found none. And if we don't stand in the gap, then you see what happens in the next verse, which says in verse 31, now Ezekiel 22 verse 31, it says, because he found none, he says, so I will pour out my wrath on them and consume them with my fiery anger, bringing down on their own heads all they have done, declares the sovereign Lord. So this, this is our calling. In Isaiah 62, verses 6 and 7, it says, On your walls, O Jerusalem, I have appointed watchmen. All day and all night, they will never keep silent. Now, if these are people watching on the wall, watching out for enemy attacks, why does he say all day and all night they will never keep silent? They're not just watching, but they're also praying. These are intercessors praying for the protection of the people. Then he goes on to say, you who remind the Lord, take no rest for yourselves and give him no rest until he establishes and makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. You are that watchman on the wall. And what is your role? Let's look at a few instances of what the Bible says. 1 Timothy 2 verse 1 says, you should intercede for all men, all. Psalm 122 verse 6 says, pray for those who love you. James 5 verse 14 says, pray for the sick. Romans 10 verse 1 says, pray for salvations. Jeremiah 29 verse 7 says, pray for the city you live in. Not necessarily your hometown, the city you live in. Matthew 5 verse 44 says, pray for those who persecute you. 
enemies. Galatians 6 verse 2 says, bear one another's burdens. When the Lord wants you to intercede for someone, he shows you their plight and he puts that burden on you. And that is why some are woken up at night to pray. Others feel that urge to pray in the day and they don't even know why. It is for intercession to avert a significant event from occurring in someone's life. And all he wants is our body to pray and our time so that we can legally authorize him to intervene and to work on behalf of the one that would have been or is afflicted. So the next time you feel the unusual need to pray, now you know what it is most likely for. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we heed your call, we hear your voice, and we obey, knowing that you have a purpose for someone in that prayer, knowing that you want us to work with you, partner with you in that prayer, to protect someone. And we may or may not know them, but we know that it is your purpose and it is you who are asking us to. And so we give of our body and our time, whatever part of the day or night it is, to stand in that gap, to stand in between, to repair the breach, to offer our intercession. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord, to be able to pray not only for ourselves, but to pray for others, known and unknown people. And as we ask for that spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are hospitalized this day. We pray for all families that are undergoing all kinds of division or separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Plans that are devised to keep your people poor, to keep them ignorant, to keep them prayerless, and to keep them powerless. To keep them yoked to the ground. We come against every such force in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. We pray in a special way for those of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved, that have not yet given their lives to Christ. We ask for a quickening in their spirit, Father, so that they might call on the name of the Lord and be saved. They cannot then end up in shame. But unless you quicken them, they cannot come to you, Lord. Father, we thank you that you have heard us. 
that you always hear us and when we release our prayer and our faith, that prayer made in agreement with each other and with the Holy Spirit is always an answered prayer. So we connect with you in our spirit, Lord, to pray in that gift that you have given us. Knowing that we pray, when we pray in the spirit, we not only raise our own intentions, but also the intentions of others. And we offer ourselves to stand in that gap. Those that do not have the gift, I encourage you to unmute your mic, release your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over, understanding that the gift is for intercession only. And all those that can pray in the Spirit, I encourage you to please unmute and join in as we make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Anianta prastelo prostekete, Kadias Kelarasala Rantera Dorostarakata, Kelarajela Rantera to Prastekete, Namra Brato Pratekelias Yerasala Rantara Taladaba, Kayantelian Prosiarata Sterekatea, Puraskaya Namra Brato Patastele Resetere Ambrosiata Kata Cresta, Shara <laughs> 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture being given today is from Ephesians 3, 14 to 19. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner person. And that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And while we were praying, the verses that I was led to or the words I was given is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 58, verses 12 to 14 where it is written, <clears throat> your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets and dwellings. If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please or speaking idle words, then you will find your joy in the Lord. And I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have two scriptures that has been shared in the chat. The first one is from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, where it is written, And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. We also have another verse quoted from the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verse 9, taken from the NIV version, which says, For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not, not stopped praying for you. We have continually, or we continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Holy Spirit gives. Amen. 
Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share them on your personal social media channels as well with your family and your friends. As also, please also share Brother Savio's reflections that he posts on our Telegram group and on our Facebook page. You can share them with others and bless them. I know that a lot of people use those reflections in their daily family prayer as well. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank you, Rasul. God bless everyone. God bless Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.